When you get in a bad spot, which for most people like you is probably pretty often, you need advice. And when you need advice, you might not know where to turn. So let me give you some advice about getting advice. Always get advice from a winner. In other words, when you need advice, get advice from me. Today, I'm giving you a sneak peek into the amazingness that is my advice. So let's not waste any more time. Here we go. Hit it, James. I'm Brad Johnson, and I'm turning losers like you into winners like me. The Brad Johnson Show, with your host, Brad Johnson. Get ready to start winning. And now your host, Brad Johnson. Hey, it's me, your host, Brad Johnson, host of The Brad Johnson Show, which this is because I'm right here with my assistant to the host, James Kirkland. Welcome to The Brad Johnson Show, where we turn losers like you into winners like me. James, are you yeah, there? I'm okay. here. I'm, I'm mute your mic there. All right. So yeah, uh, I, I, uh, this this microphone uh, got unplugged somehow. Uh, uh, must have been when you were happened. recording your your new album or something. You guys are shuffling things around. Yeah, glad to have you here, pouring my voice into your brain cavity, the cavernous location that it is. All right. So James, this is something we've talked about a lot: is how advice uh, can be hard to come by. Yeah, it can be. I mean, good advice is even more difficult to find. Yeah, exactly. And a lot of times, I mean, getting good advice to give involves learning lessons. And uh, here's the thing about learning. Okay. Here's the thing about learning. It's for nerds and I hate mm-hmm. doing it. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> we try and limit that as much as possible. Yeah. I mean, there's a big difference between someone telling you, like giving you advice telling you what to do and in learning something like learning something you have to actually put in the work. But when you give it get advice, like someone else has already done the work for you. So it's way easier. Exactly. I mean, who's got the time for learning and stuff? Nobody, nobody's got the time for that. Uh, man, that's why you listen to the Brad Johnson show. So you can get the advice that you need without having to do with the nerdy learning stuff that other people do. So on this show, I'm going to help you salvage the wreckage of your life through my tried and true answers that are guaranteed to change your life maybe even for the better. Before we get to that and uh, this amazing article that we're going to go through here today and just kind of talk through some of the different ways to um, have advice that is advisable, uh, it's time for a word from our sponsors. All right. So today, this episode that we are doing right now is sponsored by Winning Encapsulated. (laughs) We got an amazing testimony here. Just want to read this off here. James, if you want to just uh, hit this, this is from Chadwick, good old Chadwick. (laughs) So uh, let's see what he had to say. He says, uh, I was a real loser. We're talking sleeping on my sister's ugly couch kind of loser. Overweight, (laughs) no girlfriend, and definitely not an entrepreneur. Uh. However, after taking Winning Encapsulated for just 3.6 days, my muscle growth has literally exploded. I can't even fit on that ugly couch anymore. I've been out on two and a half dates, and I'm beginning to turn my side hustle into a full-time gig and even hired my first VA. But none of this would have happened without the Brad Johnson supplement. We need encapsulated. Thanks, Brad. All right. You are welcome, Chad. Man, just think about how that guy's life would continue to be horrible if it wasn't for me. <laughs> yeah. So get yourself some Winning Encapsulated. They are the sponsor for today's episode. And uh, you need to get over there and get you some. And uh, yeah, you know, 3.6 days. Like that. that is no time at all. That is no time at all. That's a record, I'm sure. 
yeah. All right. So today we've got an article uh, from firstround.com. And uh, this is, was written by someone uh, someone named Management, um, which is it's an interesting name. I, um, I, I think, think it's, I w- it might actually be Management or something. Oh, okay. It's one of those foreign names. Yeah, I think so. Okay, that makes more sense. <laughs> Management. Anyway, okay, so we're going to just kind of go through some of these. And, um, you know, a lot of times people give advice. And I said this was an amazing article, but it's amazing because it sparks amazingness for me. And that's really, that's really what this is all about. So, um, yeah, just kind of wanted to run through some of these. These are, this is advice for entrepreneurs, which if you're listening to this podcast, chances are you're an entrepreneur or at least trying to be one. (laughs) Uh, some people, they just, they try. Inspiring. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, there's that. (laughs) Uh, so anyway, we're going to just like, um, go through these. And like I said, the, the, the magic in this is the magic that comes from me through, uh, lesser magic and these advisive, um, things. So let us go through these. James hit me with number one. All right. Number one, ask these types of questions to move past conversational cowardice and build a meaningful network. Okay. These are the types of questions. There's four different kinds. So we've got uh, unfamiliar, familiar, intimate, and meaningful. Okay. You know, so that's advice that you want to you get through just a normal conversation. You want to bash through and get into somebody's personal life. Because you know what they say, James, that if you don't have access to somebody's personal life, then the the rest of your life will be meaningless. Exactly. So as and that that applies so much to business. Your business will be meaningless and we can't have those. <laughs> All right. So you got to you got to just start with the meaningful questions. People start with those unfamiliar questions like how's the weather today? It's like I don't know, do you have mm. eyes? <laughs> <laughs> do you have a cell phone? <laughs> I mean like it gives you the weather. You don't even have Do you to have a window? Some. Exactly. So um yeah, so just blast through them. Just get to the meaningful. Don't just skip all the other stuff. Just get to the the heart of the matter, and uh, you will be amazed at the kind of relationships that you create, and then also the ones that you don't create because of that. Yeah, I think it'll really help you kind of filter out the people that are they're just after something. You know, they they want you for for their own purposes. But if you can get down to the meaningful questions and you know, kind of cut to the chase. It'll it'll scare away people that aren't really in it for good reasons. Exactly. And this, this actually reminds me of a story. Um, <clears throat> I have a lot of those because I have a lot of experience in a lot of things. And anyway, I was um, I was just at one of my keynoting events at a conference and I had just given an amazing like standing ovation, three <laughs> standing ovations. Uh, that was As just always. Yeah, I had like four others during the speech. Anyway, um, it was amazing. <laughs> but uh, I had somebody come up to me and they started asking me some of these unfamiliar questions. And I was like, <laughs> okay, I can tell that you're not you're not really in this. Your, your heart isn't in this. So I just asked him, I was like, I just took a shot in the dark. I was like, so tell me about, you know, why your father left you. And uh, the guy just, broke down bawling and like we became best friends and uh yeah it's, wow. it's never been his i changed his life just boom just right right right, right, like right like that <laughs> sorry got a little tongue tied there my tongue has so much to say sometimes it tries to get ahead of myself uh anyway yeah, yeah so um not everybody's father may have left them but uh that's one of those leading questions and they're like well i my father didn't leave me I'm like, well, yeah. you might. It's a great one to start with. Yeah, he might if you don't learn how to ask good questions. So <laughs> that's number one. Let's get to number two. All right. Number three is all about penning a user guide for yourself. Oh, man. 
Okay, this I one. I like the sound of that. I do like, okay? I do like this. Because, I mean, there's certain things about somebody that you may not, you're not going to know. Like somebody that is, you know, on your team. Like just recently I hired a new selfie guy and he's having yeah. to get to know the Brad Johnson that is me, that I am. And uh, that's not something that you can just do overnight. You gotta, it takes time. But if you give somebody a user manual, it's like a shortcut to get to know all of your, your, you know, unique things that are unique about you. Well, and that's why you've created a, like a, a biography, basically, or an autobiography that you give to all your new employees as part of their welcome packet that just explains to them who you are so that they really know what they're getting themselves into. Yeah, it's a welcome packet and required reading all at the same time. And, and there's only three volumes. It's on audiobook. I narrated myself. Like, it is incredible. Um, it's inspiring. But you also learn yeah. a lot about me. I mean, people got to know, like, if, if, I, if they're going to get my coffee, they better get the order right. <laughs> know what I'm saying? If they're going to get me sushi, they yeah. better know uh, what sashimi to get me, like, and what kind of sauces and which which uh, sushi restaurants are okay for to them to get stuff from i mean they're gonna have to know these things yeah and it's really reasonable too it's what like 50 dollars for each volume like it's it's very reasonable oh yeah and the audiobooks are only 75 dollars per volume so i mean it's a steal for the kind of information that you're getting so it, yeah. <laughs> i don't feel bad at all about requiring that for people so go ahead and write one for yourself that you can give to other people whether they want it or not like even if they don't want it they're gonna need it so you just give it to them They'll, they'll thank you. It's probably going to be a lot more boring than mine is, but, uh, you know, you got to work with what you got. All right. So let's move on to number five. All right. Number five, cut through the small talk with these exercises for more vulnerable conversation. Okay. Uh, we don't really need to go in the exercises because they're kind of boring, but we do, we have talked a lot about vulnerability. Actually, uh, there was an episode, I think it was uh, the words that I hate. I can't remember which episode number that was, but mm -hmm. uh, that was a fantastic episode where I just knocked it out of the park. As far as these words that I hate, one of them was vulnerability. So seeing it on this, this article right now, I'm, I'm very triggered right now. Yeah, no, it's, that's so, it's so important that you can't, you can't really uh, do it without preparing ahead of time. Mm -hmm. Exactly. You gotta, you gotta plan your vulnerability and not be vulnerable when it might uh, cause you to be, uh, you know, subject to something that might hurt you. So you gotta, you gotta kind of shield isn't your that vulnerability. What true vulnerability is though, like being open to that to that damage that comes from other people's criticism. Yeah, but you can do it with uh, armor on, basically, is what I'm saying. So you want to be protected in the ways that you need to be protected so that you can show people what you want to show them so that you get the reaction out of them that you want to get out of them. That's how it works. <laughs> that <laughs> makes for me. sense. I am an expert. All right, so uh, let's see. Um, I think that one's boring. I don't like that one. That's just weird. Okay, um, uh, let's see. Uh, Man, I'm I'm not digging this article. This I'm is, not sure who wrote this. <laughs> oh man, what about uh, what about six though? I mean, I think I think there could be something in that. All right, hit me with it. Uh, number six is offer uh, turning offer calls into celebrations. That sounds pretty cool. <laughs> you know, they call me the party king because I know how to party. Yeah, I know. How to uh -huh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's uh, the Brad Pad is also known as the party place of the Brad Pad, and uh, that's something that a lot of people call it because I'm really good at throwing parties. So when <laughs> when you have some kind of call, like don't just make it a call. Like, make it a phone party. They both start with a letter P, even though you wouldn't yeah. know it. So, they, exactly. they go together. 
Um, yeah, and I've seen some really cool techniques that people have used for this. Um, I, I know a salesman who uh, every time he would close a sale over the phone, uh, he had one of those uh, confetti poppers and he'd hold it right up to the phone uh, and get it as close to the mic as he could and then and then pop it. Mm. So it's like right in the person's ear. So they'd be like, wow, that was that was a really intense celebration right in my ear. Well, yeah, and you let them know through actions like that that they just made a good decision because nothing bad ever happens with like a confetti popper going off or one of those little no. uh, trumpet like extender thingies um, that people yeah. blow on. Nothing ever yeah. bad happens when those things are making noise. So if they make noise and you associate, it's, it's that whole. It's always a positive. Yeah, thing. Exactly, it's that whole association thing. Like they hear that, they know good things. You make a sale, then you they hear that, then they associate with good things. So yeah. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good piece of advice there. And I think another thing is that uh, even if things aren't going well on a phone call, you can still celebrate and that can be a good way to kind of turn the tides of a bad conversation. You know, if someone's disagreeing with you, just start clapping and cheering and it'll just be overwhelmed with your enthusiasm and they might even change their mind. Yeah. Hey, that's a good point. Another and one it won't come across as sarcastic at all. No, no. And another one is to just have a laugh track on your, uh, on your phone. So yeah, if that's a great one. If things are going the wrong way. Just hit that laugh track and then be like, wow, this, this is actually a funny situation and I should be enjoying myself. So that's, that's good. That is good. All right. Um, I think we let's jump ahead to number nine. Number nine is grab a shovel to dig for non-obvious startup ideas. <laughs> I like this a lot. I like this too because, as you know, another king, uh, kingship of mine is the the metaphorical kingship that I have of being king of metaphors. And this, yeah, this is a metaphor. If I ever saw one, and I have seen them before. Yeah. yeah. So well, and I think this this could even be a, a startup idea. The idea of grabbing a shovel. Um, the just. Off the top of my head, the first thing I thought of, you know, you could have a service where you go to businesses and you bring a shovel and dig a hole and you just have all the people like throw their un their unwanted troubles into that hole and you bury it right in front of them. And just as a way to de-stress, no, you know, right James, down. That's, that's super lame. Um, not a good idea at all. Um, oh, okay. I mean, just think about the liability insurance that you'd have to get on something like that, digging holes. Um, yeah, sure. that's not something. That oh, it wouldn't have to be very big hole. Uh, well, still, there's small people out there and you never know. So uh, I, I'd say, though, metaphorically speaking, what they're talking about here is that the shovel is your brain. So you want to grab your brain and use it to dig through the brain of somebody else and just like, Find those non-obvious startup ideas, and those are metaphors for money. So the startup idea, that's uh, a metaphor for money because that's what startup ideas get you is money. So there, just uh, right. explain, that, um, explain that little metaphor for you. So yeah, get your shovel that, you, that is, is your brain. Um, it may not look a whole lot like a shovel depending on who you are. There are I have seen some people, but uh, generally speaking, yeah, it, it's not going to look like a shovel. So anyway, there you go. Boom. Knock that one out of the park <laughs> as always. All right. I got 14 here that says pass down credit, but avoid undermining creativity and celebrating failure. All right. This, this is a huge one. This is a good piece of advice for all entrepreneurs, um, especially when you're working with a team that you want to pass down the credit. So it's like if you need somebody to buy something for you, just pass them the credit card. Like don't be afraid because there's always the fraud alerts. So I know that that holds a lot of people back. 
Yeah, and and not being afraid to pass on uh, your credit card debt is another great way to um, keep your business moving forward. You know, uh, if you need to move some move some money around to make that happen, I mean, there's there's all kinds of ways you can find loopholes and get what you need. To. Yeah, but uh, yeah, just make make sure you do it. But uh, then also avoiding undermining creativity and celebrating failure. Um, the failure part should never happen. So that shouldn't be a problem. Obviously, That shouldn't be a problem. You shouldn't have to worry about um, not celebrating it because it's never happening. And then uh, undermining creativity. Um, I think there is a place for that. I would say sometimes some creativity is dumb and it needs to be undermined. And uh, sometimes it, yeah. you can creatively undermine it, uh, creatively undermine the creativity so they don't even know you're doing it. Yeah. It's for their own good. It's for their benefit, even if they don't realize it. And that's why undermining can be so effective in accomplishing that. Exactly. All right, let's move on to the next one. Uh, Number 16. Gauge if you are powered by steam or wind. Mm. Hmm. Interesting. What do you think about that? Well, I, you know, James is another metaphor. And uh, people like me who Mm. know metaphors can just see that just glaringly obvious out there is that uh, if you're powered by steam then that means that there's heat there's fire there's uh, you know something because that's where steam comes from a lot of people don't know that uh, but scientifically huh. speaking uh, steam is created when uh, uh, things get hot so <laughs> it's just boom right there I mean, that's why they yeah, sublimation that's why they yeah sublimation they, that's why they have tea kettles and um, they produce steam which you know can power an empire just from one tea kettle so well yeah i mean look at england i mean they're they run on tea exactly you know and that's that's powered by boiling water and thereby steam and they used to have an empire upon which the moon never set so that was (laughs) amazing so um so inspiring so uh, definitely be powered by steam because what is wind wind comes and goes sometimes it'll you know blow your house down like a big bad wolf and i can't have that okay so Get your power through steam. All right. So there's some uh, just some random pieces of entrepreneurial advice that if you take them and apply them to your business, it will change your life, maybe even for the better. All right. So we've got a little bit of time here. Let's run through uh, some sounds of my social footprint. This is where I read what you guys have to say, what I had to say. Say what I have to say about that. All right. What we got here today from the social mediums. Yeah, this comes uh, mostly from Instagram. Uh, this is from David and Dana, who says, Hey, love your stuff, Brad Johnson Show. Keep it coming. We'd love to connect by DM. <laughs> so many people would. You know, if there were more hours in the day, um, then mm. maybe I'd think about it. Next one. I see that all the time. <laughs> this is from Your Focus Guy, who says, Yeah, sounds about right. I want to check out your show for sure. When you need find your focus content, let me know. Salute, brother. Okay. Oh, we saluted you through the internet. That's pretty cool. Yeah, uh, an internet salute. doesn't get more much more respectful than that. All right, next one. This comes from Alan Stein Jr. <laughs> Good old Alan. Says, Past guest of the Winners Brad Johnson win. Show. Yeah, he says winners win. Uh, that sums it up right there. Totally do. Totally do. All right, next one. Our man, Michael G. Oh, Cox, man. says, back at it again, says, 
One of those few things more valuable than quick learner is current knower. Hashtag Brad knows. <laughs> oh, man. It's so good. I love hearing from our super fan there, Michael G. Cox. That guy knows his stuff because I know my stuff and he knows my stuff. Therefore, he knows his stuff. <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys, so much for listening today. Um, I, I hope that this entrepreneurial advice is advice that you can take and really, you know, take your life to the next level. Because let's be honest. Do you want to stay at the level that you're at? <laughs> You shouldn't. You uh, have you, <laughs> and if you do, have you seen yourself? You know, just forget yeah, about it. No. Anyway, all right. Thanks for listening, guys. Uh, we'll catch you next time on the Brad Johnson Show, which is where I'm at, which is where you need to be. Thanks for listening. Ciao. Thanks for listening to the Brad Johnson Show, where every episode we bring you tips, tricks, interviews, advice, and answers to fix the mess that is your life while helping you stop being a loser to start winning in business, health, and your personal life. Show us your face, tweet us your tweets, and insta your grams at Brad Johnson Show. The Brad Johnson Show. Winners only. If there's one thing that I know, it's business. But I know many things. And I also know that you don't need to worry because you aren't the only one. You aren't the only business that needs help. You aren't the only person that has a hard time finding the right help at the right price. This is where Business Bloodline becomes your bloodline to temporary and permanent staffing. Business Bloodline specializes in hiring internet workers to creatively solve problems for your business. Business Bloodline does all the vetting and only delivers candidates that make sense for your needs and at a cost that you can afford. But 60 seconds isn't enough for me to tell you why hiring through Business Bloodline is safer, cheaper, and less time consuming. I would rather show you. To get more information or business consultation, visit businessbloodline.com. If the job can be done on the computer, Business Bloodline can find a match. Visit businessbloodline.com and be sure to tell them that you heard about them on The Brad Johnson Show to get 10% off your first hire. Businessbloodline.com. And remember to tell them Brad sent you.